Welcome to the Abyssinian syllabary, where we spell out Ethiopia in 33 characters. I'm Eve-Marie Stranger, your host and the compiler of these Abyssinian lives. Nota bene. While any resemblance to actual countries, past or present, and to historical figures is not purely coincidental, this is a work of fiction. For a primer on these Ethiopian characters, newcomers may start with the prologue by Manuel de Goes. To order the book or a poster of the Abyssinian syllabary, visit Ethiopia.com. That's U-T-H-I-O-P-I-A dot com. In my heart's desire, I am a modest donkey, confessed Sir Jacob. For without the unassuming donkey, there would be no Ethiopia, and yet no one gives them the time of day. Upon which the master jabbed their own donkey forward with his switch. Berde remained unconvinced. The Apocrypha of Zereyakob. Munziger Pasha W. Munziger Pasha was born from the hurried embrace of a Bavarian milkmaid and a Westphalian muleteer. When she set eyes on the man's short trousers and heard his southern patter, the maid had dissolved in giggles so that they found themselves pronto thrashing about the hayloft. Of the mule ostler, all she was to later say she could evoke, apart from his knickerbockers and lilted speech, was that he had claimed to be from the town of Munzinger, so that this was the name she gave the child she bore nine months later. Munziger, exposed from an early age to the village children's taunting, who called him spawn of a Prussian mule and worse things still, can you imagine, sought to obliterate any memory of his tawdry origins in the hayloft, so that as soon as well he could, at fifteen years of age, he fled the grasp of the valley, not even turning once in his step for a last look, not even to wave to his mother, that he himself had taken to calling that easy milkmaiden. He was a week short of sixteen when he joined the ranks of the army of the Duchy of Saxe-Coburg and Gotha as cannon plunger. This was the name they gave the scrubbing boys, and scrubbed they did, buffering weaponry and spreading sawdust on turds and piss. One day, as Munziger was waxing bayonets, a captain affectionately called him a son of a bitch for which he had his throat punctured and the spurts of his blood pleasingly mixed with the barrel of fat. Munziger saw that he was lost. He marched three weeks solely at night and only eating fruit and the trout he was able to tickle by hand out of a torrent. He crossed the Alps and presently enlisted with the Naples army, this time as a foot soldier, for he could pass as eighteen. For a time he answered to Altissa before resuming use of his name of Manziger, when he went over to the Turk, taking advantage of a mission to Constantinople, a city that he liked so that he learnt to call it Istanbul. Manziger became an artillery officer with the Turk, drilling in these matters from what he had learnt in the Prussian states, and putting to good use the manuals he had borrowed from the Neapolitan upon his departure from that city. Manziger found himself at ease in the Ottoman Empire, 
a nation composed of a thousand peoples, where neither tongue or religion were held against a man as long as he paid his homages to the Grand Turk. The military and civil engineers of Middle Europa, from the Balkans, but also from France, England, and the German confetti duchies, were many, as the Turk was industrious. Manziger, who had converted to the true faith, as so many others had done before, was then sent to Egypt as an administrator. Egypt was nominally independent, but Ottoman thought the Turk. Nominally under Turk control, but independent, thought the Mameluk, Mohammed Ali. Manziger was appointed to the headquarters of the military administrator of High Egypt, an equivocal position midway between the post of civil servant, mindful of the prompt transport of agricultural produce towards markets, but who had to be unflinching when dispensing repression as well. Manziger was in complete subservience to his Ottoman hierarchy while displaying absolute loyalty to the local Egyptian authorities. He found that he excelled in these shady borderlands, the quicksands of the Ottoman Empire. On this ambiguous canvas, Manziger's writ became indispensable to all. He even had the ear of the British authorities in this year of Magdala. The small matter of the hostages of His Majesty, Theodoros of Abyssinia, plastered the front page of the newspapers of half of Europe and, especially, how shocking, of the times of London. The hostages had to be freed so that an army was put together in Imperial India, 13,000 soldiers, 40 elephants and 40,000 mules to haul chapatis, firewood, tents, pots and pans and 1,000 other objects. If the elephants were, of course, Indian, the mules had been sourced from the Iberian Peninsula, where it is said that the purchase without regard to the price of so many pack animals caused an inflation in the cost of these animals for two decades. Manziger Pasha, for such was now his title, understood his hour to have arrived. Without consulting his hierarchy, nor the Ottoman, nor the Egyptian, Manziger entered into direct talks with the British. The latter were finally to choose the more direct routes of the Red Sea and were to proceed to storm the natural redoubt in just one day, with scarcely a shot fired. The British were not to forget Munziger Pasha's willingness to assist their manoeuvre with a pincer movement from the Sedan. When they asked him what price he sought for his collaboration, the Pasha, perhaps at last reviving the memory of his lowly origins in the clutches of an alpine valley, and recognising an opportunity when he saw one, simply requested to purchase all and every one of the Spanish mules, all many thousands of them, a request he was granted. And that is how, throughout all Abyssinia, a good-sized mule came to be known for decades under the soubriquet of Munziger Mule. The story does not tell us, alas, what the man Munziger himself thought of this backhanded homage, nor if he had to resort once more to bayonets. Perhaps Munziger Pasha laughed, appreciating the irony encased in this kick from the past.